So, welcome to Tuzamen. Shalom Tzili. Shalom Tzipi. Ah, shalom. Shalom to Noam. Hebrew or English? Shalom. Hebrew or English? Hebrew and English. English. Hebrew and English. 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 Okay. So let's start in English and let's see how it goes. Just to let you know that this is a weekly, every week we have this conversation with people who are inspiring us. And we waited for you for a long time, just that you will know. So now... It's Uzamen, it's together, and now we have Tzili. Can you please introduce? Again with this, uh, Noam Semel, the yes. mythological, mythological head of the Camry Theater, the Tel Aviv uh, Theater. And just before the corona, you um, you left. You left the Camry after how many years? 25, 30? I spent, I spent, spent 25 and a half years Whoa. as the director general of the Camry Theater of Tel Aviv. Right. But when I reached the age 70, uh, the mayor of Tel Aviv decided that I have to, uh, to, to leave the position. And I, and I resigned from the Camry Theater that I spent as, a, as the head of the theater uh, 25% of the whole century, 25 right. years. Right. And, um, and uh, I was in vacation. I've lost my wife, my, my yes. Nava, my beloved Nava Semel, Wonderful whom you can welcome. see. On on all on all it's a painting that has been done in New York, by the way. The whole wall, the whole the wall behind me is full with is full and are inspired by New York because we have lived in New York for four years when I was the Israeli Consul for Cultural Affairs yeah. in America, based in New York. It was a national wide position. Right. Uh, and Painting has been done by Menashe Kadishman, the well-known Israeli oh, painter, yeah. that that um, right. did it as an homage to my wife Nava and to the whole family. Having yeah. some other paintings of him. With Nami, you just need to introduce him, and then it goes. So Nami, you can just talk. Yeah, <laughs> it's of course. Okay. No, 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 no. You That's know me. I have a lot of things to ask. Some, some yeah. is to. Or togetherness, am I right? right. But you know that, by the way, you were the consul here when I was still in the Camry Theater, and then we I switched. See. You came in, and I left to yeah. New York. Remember? Yeah. Uh, and you just had your twins, I think. Then they were yes. little. Yeah, twins has born in New York in New York right. Hospital, and the bridge took place in 92nd Street Y. Yeah, uh, and. Uh, there were many, many Broadway producers and agents and writers and poets, yes, something oh. like 250 uh, gathered in, uh, for lunch uh, in the um, main auditorium or one of the big halls of the 92nd Street. Why? You know, Lincoln, 92nd Street, one of the most impressive cultural centers of the no, Jewish life. The one, one cultural event by himself. Right. Because whatever Noam is, is he produced everything from A to Z in a volume that nobody, nobody did before and nobody is going to do. But, and the interesting wait, thing is, in Abima. as you retired from Akamari, you switched to Habima, the National Theater, to save the theater right away. Not right away. Two not, minutes not, after. It, it means when I left the Akamari Theater at the end of two 2017 and Nava died and after seven days of mourning and the 30 days of mourning as well, uh, I began to be a freelancer, a speaker, a lecturer. Uh, I hosted a television program in the Israeli uh, broadcasting uh, about culture. And I was an advisor for culture in many, many institutions in Tel Aviv and in Jerusalem. Uh, and all of a sudden, one day, uh, it was declared that the Habima National Theater of the State of Israel is under Chapter 11. And the High Court of Tel Aviv decided to choose a lady who became a trustee. She was a, she's a lawyer and a gentleman by the name Chen Berdichev, who is an accountant. And both of them became the trustees of the Habima National Theater. And uh, they had a meeting with me to... to <clears throat> to hear my opinions about what had happened in Abima. And I said to them, I really, I do not know because I was the opponent. I was the head of the Camry Theater, which is the municipal theater of Tel Aviv. I have no idea 
about what is happening behind the in Habima. And, uh, and they asked me to be the director of the theater, to take over the opponent or the colleague yes. or the other, let's say it's in America, you can't, there's no equivalent because in America, you don't have such institutions, right. but let's say Brooklyn Academy of Music and Lincoln yeah. Center, okay? So yeah. the head of the Lincoln Center is becoming all of a sudden the head of the of BEM, the Brooklyn Academy of Music. So in Israel, in Tel Aviv, these are the major theaters of Israel, but it's more than a theater. The Kamari Theater and the Habima, the cultural centers, big cultural centers. Habima was the international theater. And it now lately, it, it didn't become a, a Tel Aviv theater again? No. no. What had happened is that during the last two and a half years, I was asked by the trustees to find somebody to take the, the responsibility for the theater because the government of Israel didn't want to take the responsibility alone. And I succeeded to pursue it. The mayor of Tel Aviv, Ron Khuldai, who is a real Zionist, and the municipality, the old municipality of Tel Aviv, to take over the theater as a municipal organization, but with the slogan, the National Theater of the State of Israel, forever. This is the National Theater of the State right. of Israel. Guys, you were chosen because... Organization, a city organization. And I'm now the director general of the Habima National Theater, city organization of Tel Aviv. Right. That's it. And this is the story. During the last two and a half years, I believe that not alone, but in, in conjunction with the trustees and in conjunction with some celebrities and in conjunction with some figures in the Ministry of Culture, we saved Habima. Habima is now a very, very good organization financially and artistically. And the main, the main achievement is that we have succeeded to bring back all the audiences of Abima. We have now more than 30,000 subscribers. It's unbelievable. When I, be, when I began my career at the Abima Theater two and a half years ago, we had less than 5,000 subscribers. We so have now more than- In Corona time where everybody got hurt, you grew. Yeah, you're right. Because we, we have done many, many productions in the Corona time like all kind of television program, all kind of uh, activities via Facebook or uh, television, all kind of television. And we produced uh, many special events and the Israeli television broadcasted it. So uh, we, together with my colleague, Moshe Captain, who is the artistic right. director, we led, we led the boat in, in this stormy, stormy weather and stormy ocean because in this stormy ocean we did we knew that if we shall not do all, many many activities we shall be drowned yes. uh, we shall be drowned and we shall be dead so in now, one, on one, as a theater yeah. and i'm not talking about now special events to bring back the audience and fight corona as a theater after two years into the corona what is the major difference and how do you think it's going to develop? Do you, do you think we're going to have full activity as before or is going to be different a little bit? I believe uh, it's a very good question. First of all, it's the National Theater, so it will be mainly Israeli and Jewish drama on stage. Israeli, it's under, we understand, Israeli writers, Israeli playwrights, and of course we speak, in, we speak Hebrew, we play in Hebrew. But when I say Jewish, I mean Jewish tema, and I mean Jewish writers or Jewish playwrights. Neil mm -hmm. Simon is a Jewish playwright. Tom Stoppard from Britain is a Jewish playwright. Right. And we should do next year Neil Simon and Tom Stoppard, the new play that has never has, has, has been produced recently in London, Leopoldstadt, which, which is a wonderful play. It will be at the Habima Theater on stage during the year 2022. And there will be some other playwrights and, and activities as, an, as the, there will be, there is already the theme of Jewish Israeli theater. Jewish Israeli theater. I can say Jewish element, Jewish Israeli theater. But there's something, you know, I always thought that nothing can beat theater. You know, from the beginning of the days, 
that people wanted to go to theater from Greece, you know, it will never die because people like to gather, people like to come to hear and listen and, and share an experience. But there's something that happened lately because of the internet and because of Corona together. And I, we can see it in the movies that people go less to movies. They stay home, they watch Netflix, they watch all the others, there are so many. It changes the whole psyche of how to address gatherness and how to address culture. How do you think it will happen in theater? Because every time that something like this happens, I think it's going to change everything. Yeah, I, really, it's a, it's a very good question. And, and my answer is that uh, there is less audience, to be honest with you, in all the theaters, all around the world, all around, yeah. including Broadway and West End in London and the Royal Shakespeare Company and the Royal National Theater in London. But, but if you do something that is very touching and the tema, and the play and the production and the scenery and the costumes and the dancing and the choreography. And it, for example, we have now a new production that was opened two days ago by the name Yentel, based on Isaac Bashevizinka. It's a big hit. We have sold 150 performances all around the country and mainly in Tel Aviv within 48 hours. Why? because the actress by the name Roni Dalumi, she's yeah. a singer, is like, I'm, I cannot, she's not the equivalent of Barbara Streisand, but she sings and she played the, the part of Yendel. And there is a very, very touching atmosphere around the production with 20 actors and the audience, it's fully booked. Although we do it in a 300 seats auditorium, we have four auditoriums at the Abima in the same right. building. It's not in the main auditorium. In the main auditorium, we have another big hit by the name in Hebrew, Od Choser Hanigun. I don't know how to yeah. Hebrew, but it's about the national poet, Nathan Alterman, and his right. daughter. He was a poetess by the name Tirza Atar, and the songs, it's a very Israeli drama, but it's the story of Israel during the 60s and the beginning of the 70s when he passed away. But no, we just want to, to explain a little bit something that people don't know. In Israel, Israel is small and the audience is very uh, collaborating. You know, people like to go to the theater, but you cannot just sit like in Broadway forever, you know, in the theater for three years. It doesn't work this way. And also we don't have dual cast that one is staying, one is leaving, one is traveling. The same cast is traveling. So basically between sharing the stage with other productions in the hometown you know of Tel Aviv and then everybody travels all the time all over Israel so when you say 150 shows already it's a lot for Israel it's a lot so it's important to in Abima the new system is that in the leading parts we have doubles yeah I mean, and the doubles are very very well-known well, please don't singers. use your hands <laughs> Be careful to use your hands like this because no, no. it's becoming very big. The, the news, all, every two minutes, there is a phrase from the news, what had happened, because you, as you may know, we are now in the time of the Ramadan, and Israel is very, very anxious about the situation. And we have tonight, in one hour and a half, an item in the, about Yentel. And I'm worried if there will be a criminal or um, a brutal activity in Jerusalem, uh, there will not be the item. And right. within half an hour, an, an hour and a half, or two hours from now, I should be happy because if the item will be screened, it means another 200,000 Israelis will join us no, in this. No, since, since mm. Israel is open for tourists now, and the, when you were in the Camry, there were um, shows with subtitles to English once a week, right? Yeah. yeah. For years. So what do you do now in Abima that would we address do, the two? I call it subtitles, silly, because it's on the top of the screen. Right. Subtitles. Twice a week, Tuesday and Saturday, there is English subtitles. Uh, there are English subtitles in all the productions. Oh, and yeah. every night, four different performances of productions all around the, the big hall. Or, I mean, we have Mamma Mia, for example, an American musical. And we have some, some other like Hamlet and some other productions that are Israeli, product, but we have subtitles twice a week. 
once a week we have subtitles or subtitles in Russian for the Russian new immigrant and for the mess of immigration that came to Israel from Ukraine recently. And you will not believe, but the only country in the world that supplied them tickets to theater is Israel, not only to Abima. By the way, they received tickets from the municipality of Tel Aviv for exhibition, for concerts and theater. Wow. Food and tickets. I'm, I, I think uh, it's something uh, that I, America doesn't know about it. Right. No, Tip is going to burst out. So. But they, <laughs> they, are, they are people are very, very well educated, cultural. Ma? No, no, no. It's because, you know, if we are addressing it in English to outside people, I think it's more um, to the point to talk about what does it mean to be artistic director of a theater? Or what you're looking for? Or what's your vision? Because they chose you, not, not because you only know to raise money. But he's not oh. the artistic director. You know, he's I like, know. A, I know, I know. Yeah, I, I am the director general, I'm the head of the theater. Yeah. But yes. beside aside is an artistic director who, by the way, is now in Montreal in Canada no, because no, no, he is a musical that has been written by a very well-known Israeli singer, Karen Peles. He's yeah. working now in Montreal. Um, but okay, but come on, Noam, we know that they chose you because your vision about the theater. Because you're forced. Because how much you we're care for the place of the theater, especially in a country like Israel. Mm -hmm. uh, you are very strong in protecting your actors so they will be able even to express their political views mm -hmm. to be free. Um, I'm sure. sure that you are part of uh, selecting or be, you know, being in cooperation with your artistic director, yeah. what place to show. Um, so I think that I would more interested to know about you, to know about your vision because the time today are so stormy, right? So, and you told us that you are looking for other avenues and I don't know if you are even considering to have plays in Zoom. I don't know if- We did some production Zoom, but I want to speak about the content of the yes, plays. Yes, that's what I want. At the moment I came to Abima together with my colleague, Captain Moshe, we initiated plays about Leah Goldberg, the poetess, the national poetess yeah. of Israel, the national yeah, poet during the 50s and the 40s, a play about its, its 50 years of the, or more than 50 years of the Eichmann trial, Adolf Eichmann trial, it was a big event in Israel. There will be next year a play about the, about the trial and about the family of, uh, of, the, of, the, um, of the whole, uh, of the whole staff or the whole crew that represented Israel. Uh, Attorney General um, Gidon Hausner, he, 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 he pledged for Israel. He, he said on, uh, when he opened the, the first session of the trial, I am here on behalf of six million victims. And this is a slogan in Israel, six million victims. Yeah. The, the number six million. So there will be a play about Adolf Eichmann and the, the trial. Uh, there will be a play about Ida Nudel, a prisoner, a Zionist pr prisoner Russia. in the Russia and her fight to, to immigrate to Israel and, and the songs. Um, uh, there will be all kinds of initiatives that I pushed and together with the, the artistic staff. And I, I believe that we'll be seeing them uh, next year. But even now we have all kinds of productions. For example, we are very close to something that we mark in Israel the Holocaust Memorial Day in Israel. It will take place, I believe, in the middle of April or the end of April. There will be on stage at Habima eight different places. The theme is the memory, the memory of the time of well, the Holocaust. by a wonderful play by Nava, your wife. A wonderful play a wonderful by Nava. A wonderful play about the Holocaust, and she really carried the torch. Yeah, you know. and it, this play will be going, by the way, next uh, in June to, to Romania. Oh. To, uh, to mark something in Romania and to be presented by the National Theatre of Bucharest. But there is a play by, by Ruby Porachoval, uh, and there is a play by uh, Ishai Sarid, the, the writer, and there is, a, there is an American, um, it's a British-American play by the name Bent by Martin Sherman. Right, right. 
there is there are all kind of of plays. There is a new play by Hillel Mikkelpunkt about the Jewish right. Brigade, yeah. 1945, and about the band, yeah, an Arab band of Jewish people from Palestine that time that performed in front of the refugees and in front of the Jewish soldiers. The whole story of the Jewish Brigade. So we have a production now, a new production, a big production. It's and Gila Almago, first lady, is yeah. the leading part of the play. Mm -hmm. So there will be discussions with lecturers from Bar Ilan University be, before the performance and after the performance. Eight different performances wow. of of different in different you places. You bring high school kids to the theater? Yeah, we are looking for them. We are trying to encourage them. It's not so easy. In many, for example, since last Tuesday, the horrible events that took place in Israel that there were, were all kinds of activities yeah, against terrorist activities. Many, many, I, I, we had cancellation of 3,000 high school students during the last week because yeah. the parents are afraid to send the high school students to the theater. So I found the solution. The buses will be coming to the entrance of the stage door, not to the, ent the main the entrance, audience. only from, wow. you know, the venue. Yes, yes. yes. You in the and there will be bodyguards, and we, they we, will take them from the buses to the backstage, to the stage. And via the stage, they enter the theater, and they, they came. But 2,000 of them didn't come because of the parents and the teachers. Today, it's a better day, but who knows what will happen tomorrow? We right. don't know what so what, what do you look for? You, you look for the audience in this situation in general, what's happening um, in the last few years, are they looking for escapism, like to give them shows that will take them away from what's going on, or you, or they expect you to take and deconstruct and construct reality? It depends. There are many, many reasons, and we are trying to attract them to come because they fill the house in the balcony, and they they give the, the. I'm looking all the time that the house will be full wherever because if Israeli when he he bought a ticket and he's alone in the in the auditorium he's against the production he said okay uh, you will translate i'm not a friar but i'm friar how do you say friar in in english second he does something like that so that's secondly theater needs energy theater on stage wow. and i'm behind stage maybe every evening i'm with the actors and with the technicians and theater needs energy. And if the house is full, it's full of energy and the yeah. production and the performance is much better. Right. True. Right. So in, in what way? So they fill the house if they come open that the theater is really a melting pot of culture. The Israeli theater is a melting pot. It's in Hebrew. Amazing. But... Look at the divisions that we have, but when yeah. they come to the theater. And, the, and yeah, yeah. We yeah. have and some division the... within us. Mm -hmm all with different items, like I gave you some examples, but there are many, many other productions, mainly Israeli product plays. But we have only also English and American, and yeah. we have all kinds of stuff. We have a special play now about the homo-lesbian community. There was a murder 20 years ago in a yes. almost yeah. Noir, and a play that is very attractive to, to the whole population in Israel, because it's about the murder and about what happened after the murder to the parents of one of the victims. So it's it's an open space. It's an open stage for the Israeli culture and the Israeli, and the Israeli agenda. And this well, is the Israeli There are agenda. four major theaters in Tel Aviv. There's you, Habima, Akamari, in Agesha. And Gesher. Gesher is a so Russian. Can, right. It used to be a Russian theater. It's it's more or less, all of you are all more or less the same now. What's the difference between each one and how do you keep the, the line not to cross to each other? It's very difficult for me to, un to answer this question because until four years ago, I used to say yeah. that the Kamer Theater is the National Theater of Israel. So mm -hmm. I cannot in opposition, but I think in Habima, and I'm only two, two years, Habima has a burden and the history. The burden and the history is the story of Habima. 
And Abima was born in 1917 in Moscow during the time of the First World War. And Joseph Stalin, who was the Minister of Interiors, he confirmed that the minority called the Jewish people will have a theater, a professional theater. And they did the Dibuk and they did the inter internal Jew, Ayudi and Itzhi. And during the year 1923, when there was a big crisis in the Zionist movement, the leaders of the Zionist movement asked Habima to penetrate or to pave the way to Zionism. Right. And Habima left Moscow with three productions and made 1,780 performances wow, wow, wow. from Moscow, Vilna, Rome, Florence, Vienna, up to New York, Baltimore, Miami, and Los Angeles. I think they were the first ambassadors. Uh, just a second. I think they were the first ambassadors, really, uh, for Zionism spreading it all over. And then, you're absolutely yeah. Another story about Abima that I told Bibi Netanyahu when he was the prime minister. It was during the COVID nineteen and the restriction about yeah. theater performances. And I. I, I, I read from a book and I said to him, you will not interrupt me now because this is something that's about the importance of culture. In the year 1936, Berlin, the Nazis were, I mean, ruled Germany and the Jewish community asked Kabima to perform in Berlin. And the government, the Nazi government agreed that Kabima will take a train from Vienna to Berlin to perform in Hebrew with the furnitures, with the costumes, with the with the with the sets, and during when when we they were twenty kilometers from Berlin, uh, Goebbels, who was the minister of communication and propaganda, heard about it and said, "Stop it! Stop them!" And they took them out from the trains, and the train, and they have left the train, and they couldn't come to Berlin. But they agreed to come to Berlin, although they knew it's very dangerous to boost the morale of the Jewish community in Berlin. 1936, unbelievable. This is Abima. So Abima has the history, the Jewish history, the Zionism. And I am, I am now something like I'm a symbol of a torch of the history of the Jewish people that Abima penetrated into the world, the Zionism and the Jewish people during the Second World War and during the war of independence in Israel. But Abima, performed during the last 100, 104 years without intermission, let's say, without intermission. Yes. And yes. the building that I am managing now has been built from 1939 in the inauguration of the mm -hmm. Second World War and was finalized or finished or ended in 1945. We have in the building all kinds of equipment from 1945. And the celebration took right. place in 19. Five, with the, the representative of the British mandate and Ben Gurion was the head of the Jewish community and some heads of um, community, head of the community, heads of the community. Anyhow, there is a burden and there is a history and there is a memory and the theater is full with exhibitions and I opened the museum in the theater during the last two That's years. Yeah. And I opened the archive. There is an archive of all right. the documents without any payment, open to the public. And hundreds of students and high school students are coming day by day to the archive of Abima to look for information about poets, about writers. All the poets and writers of the state of Israel began their career with Abima, because when Abima did Shakespeare, they asked Yalik to translate. When Abima did another play, they asked Hazaz, they asked Leah Goldberg, they asked Yudha Michai, they asked the whole Jewish Israeli Jewish community of writers and poets. Some of them are very well known in America. All the names that I mentioned are published in America by, right. by many, many publishers in, in America at all. Anyhow, so this is, this is the uniqueness of Habima. Are you I cannot trying... speak about the presence. I can speak about the past, to yeah, be honest. Are you trying to, two, two questions I have, not really three, but they're not really connected. Are you trying or is it possible or how successful it is to import Israeli, you know, original Culture. dramas, uh, plays to the world? Because I don't see of course, many of them around. First of, all, 
as the head of the Kamari Theater of Tel Aviv, and I'm also the initiator and the chairman of the Institute of Israeli Drama to the memory of Hanoch Levin that translate all the Israeli plays into English or Swedish or German or Chinese. We have now tonight, you are interviewing me on Sunday. Tonight, the Israeli drama is, 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 is all around the world. I think we have 25 performances tonight in oh. Beijing, in Kathmandu, in South America, mainly Hanoch Levin, the playwright, and Anat Gov, the female playwright, right. and Ayn Kishon, and Joshua Sobol, and Edna Mazia, names maybe are not familiar for your spectators, but Israeli playwrights, and they are, and they are produced by different countries all around the world. Every oh, Israeli okay. play is translated immediately right. to English or Italian or French or Yiddish or, or Japanese, doesn't matter, immediately. Why? Because we want to promote them. And I'm the chairman of the organization. I'm not working there, I'm only the chairman. There's a lady by the name Shimri, she's the managing director. And there is a board of directors and board of trustees and all kinds of, and all the Israeli playwrights are represented by this organization. And where are and, we, uh, how do they ex uh, accept us? Where is the best place that they accept? The best place really is China. China. There are many about Israeli theater and mainly about Hanoch Levin. Yeah. I've been in China, I believe, 20 times with Israeli companies, and I'll be again there. China, they love Israeli drama. They love Israeli drama. Can and you maybe explain some, it? It speaks to them. Can you yeah. explain it? Yeah. I, I, I can explain. Uh, first of all, I can, the, the play that paved the way to the Israeli drama is Requiem by Levin, by Hanoch Levin. And this is a play about death, but it's very, it's inspired by Chekhov. And they, they are in the play, they, in the plot, there, are life, there is life after death. Or each person in the drama is an individual, like the individual in the Chinese company that they were allowed to have one, one son or one daughter and that's all. And each one of them is an alone. All kind of, I, that doesn't matter. They, the drama works. It's they fantastic. love the drama. I have a meeting tomorrow with a lady who lives in Tel Aviv. She's married to an Israeli, her name is Yu, and she is bringing now many, many Israeli drama to China and more music and all kinds. She's working on bringing to China. But I've been with the Kamari Theater in Beijing and in Shanghai and some in some other, and there are productions in Chinese of Israeli drama. So, but it's not on China, to be honest with you. South America, Poland and France. These, these are the places. North America, North America, and North Canada, Right. I have another question for you. Are you, uh, I I'm sure you are aware, but are you afraid, so-called, that quite a bit of playwrights are trying to get into television? That the, I'm, I should be, I am afraid A lot of what? playwrights are trying to go into television. right. Most of the playwrights moved to television yes. because of many reasons, because of money, because of uh, because celebrity, celebrity, all kinds of reasons, doesn't matter. But we still concentrate on some playwrights or journalists that we, we ask them to write plays for us. So we are very open and it's easier and it's much more quicker than television, because in television, as you, as a television director, you know, and you as a television and media producer, director, you know, it takes time. It takes a long time to make right. a drama or to make a series, but yes. it's very short to make a play. Yes. And, yeah. and it's expensive. So I encourage them and we encourage them to do immediately a play, to write a play. And they write plays. I, I received hundreds of thousands of scripts of plays oh, from the Israel. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. And, or thousands even. Tell me something. What because is they, their, yeah. their creativity on stage? I, I, I just don't know. I wanted to ask you in the beginning also uh, about the relationship of theater and democracy. Because I am kind of dealing with that question quite a bit, especially of what's going now in Israel and other countries. But I don't know, you know, because I thought I you know, your thoughts. Back that week, Odette Kotler, 
who is a very good friend of mine, and I replaced him at the Haifa Theater in 1980. And thanks to him, I became a theater director, received the Israel Award. Right. The Israel Award is a symbol. There is an opposition to, he, to the decision of the committee, but he's a fighter. He's a fighter for democracy. He's a fighter for human rights. He's a fighter on stage and behind the curtain. And the fact that he received the Israel Award for theater and dance, by the way, this is the category means a lot. That right. fighter for human rights and fighters for democracies has a future, and not, uh, and 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 they can go on with their with their activity and and and, and kindness and 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 get and and, and they are, they can they they receive from the government of from the state of Israel the honor that they deserve. Yes. And I, I'm very happy. I was very happy when I heard that Kotler received the, the most, the most the important award, yeah, award of the Israeli drama. Theater and Dance. This is, by the way, the category, the Israel Award for Theater yes. and Dance. Yes. I yeah. received it as representative of the Camry Theater, right. not <laughs> in the year 2006, because the Camry Theater theater in Israel that was founded in 1944 for the sixth anniversary of the theater, me, I and the late Omri Nissan, the artistic director, we both of us received the award from the president That's of Israel. That's wonderful. Yeah, but you know, but I referring more, I was thinking about, so the audience come, you know, to the theater, they come as individuals, but if the play is good, they walk out as kind of as community, a, right? Yeah. But on the stage, actually, um, there is a lot of, uh, I don't know how to call it, values, uh, principles of democracy. There are people, uh, different views, absolutely. conflict, you have to somehow mm -hmm. share, you know. You are right, there is, a, there is an internal censorship, I call it, yeah. an internal, but even, in, at the Habima National Theater of Israel, I believe that we'll open the stage for all kinds of writing. Right. And you are absolutely right, although it's very dangerous because you get the, your subsidy from the government. It's not like in America that you get it from the regional uh, area or from, in Israel, you get it from the government and the municipality. But the cleverness of the management of theater is to pave the way behind the curtain, under the radar, under the radar right. to, do, to do it. And we do some productions like that uh, on stage and we'll do again and we'll do more and we shall examine historical facts or historical decisions or governmental figures. We'll, we'll, we'll touch them, we'll touch them in the and, future. And you think that there is a power to the theater to change attitudes? I'm not sure. I'm not sure the theater can change, but the theater can open the door to the mind of the people, right. can open, can pave the way to some thinking, another thinking. And that's the reason whenever we did in the past a play against the occupation or against all kinds of activities in the, in the Israeli regime, there were many, many attacks from politicians because the politicians are very afraid, are very yes. much afraid from theater much more than movie, a film or a, a television, because the theater is much more, I don't know, I don't know how to explain it, but they are very much, very much afraid from something that will be said on stage against them or against the, their agenda. So. Right. You have to be very secure and very gutsy. I remember yeah. Noam when uh, we did Fleischer, remember years ago. Yeah, of course, of course. And nobody wanted to touch it. It was against the Orthodox the community. Beginning, nobody touched it. You're right. And it took. And then I took it to New York. I took it to New York, the Brooklyn Academy of Music. Right. When it succeeded in New York, it was it back. We could run more and more and more. Right. It was prestigious. All of a sudden, it became prestigious. Oh. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But you and know, I had, had uh, an actor by the name Yossi Adin was an Israel Award winner, and he has lost his brother in the War of Independence, and his another brother was the Chief of Staff and the Deputy Prime Minister of the State of Israel. He was a legendary figure, and he could fight 
with the ultra-Orthodox Jews that were against the play, because yeah. the play was about survivors who, who, who fought about their property in, in a poor neighborhood between them and the ultra-Orthodox Jews. It was who owns the, who owns the land, the yeah. ultra-Orthodox Jews or the Holocaust survivors. And uh, I remember, you know, you knew Zahira Kharifai, a sure. very, a very famous actress. And she took her arm when she confronted the rabbi and she did like this. He knew who is a Jew. He knew he meant Hitler. He knew who is a Jew and the number was here. And this was a scene that the whole audience clapped heads. So, and, uh, you know, there is something very interesting about the way they, uh, the world perceived the Israeli theater. And, and it's always more successful in the Eastern European part in South America, which is Eastern European Jews, and the Far East, which is ancient people. When you come to America, and it's so interesting because they also came from uh, Eastern Europe, but they perceive things differently. Because I remember when we did Fleischer in the BEM, Jews didn't like to see that in Israel, something bad is happening yeah. among the yeah. Orthodox. Okay. And the thing is that it's like, we opened the door for them to see Israel as a, as a state with problems, not only with goodies for the American I, Jews. Like, yeah. The way that they, they wanted to see Israel and the way they wanted to think about Israel is very different. They didn't feel like all the other places that say, oh, Israel is human, you know, they have problems. It's, it opens a very different dialogue with this part of the world. You are absolutely right, but I think the Jewish people in America and in, in Europe has changed their attitude yeah. towards Israel. Israel. Israel is very, very proud to show the democracy, even in theater and in the movies. And the question is that if it's good, if it's it has some 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 Merit. some narrative, right? Some values, some values. If the play or the movie has some, there is a confrontation every time when we send abroad a film or an exhibition or a book or theater, because we are still a small community. And if there is a movie, we say, this is the representative of Israel. This is not the representative of, of Israel. This is the representative of the artists and right. the creators. And the theater right. is the representative of the country, although it's a public theater. We represent the playwright and the director and the actors, right. period. That's it. And, and we are very courageous and we can examine our life in Israel much better and much more than any other foreigner, including Jewish community. Yeah, so Some what, of changed? Them... what changed in the last, since you started 25 years ago, what changed from then to now? Change, it's, uh, you speak about Israel or Israel? Israel, now in Israel and then of course Israel and- In Israel, in Israel we were much more uh, open-minded in the six, after the 73 war, and things has hap had happened to the Israeli culture, in my opinion, in the, in the last decade. In the last decade, except the Israeli movies. The Israeli movies are the most courageous right. content on, uh, for the public. The theater is not so much. Hanoch Levin passed away. Hillel Mittelpunkt did don't write the same. Joshua yes. Sobol. Uh, we, 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 are not, we are not in the same level as the movies or television, in my opinion, in no, my I... opinion. Or maybe it's now the role of television and the movies to be the torch, the torch of democracy, the torch of the open-minded. Minded. It's, 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 it's a question of, it's not a question, it's the historical facts. But I believe in a very political and relevant theater all my life. When I ran the Haifa Theater, yeah. when I ran the Camry Theater, when festivals to be a relevant political Israeli Jewish Amazing. theater not to be afraid to show even some sicknesses right. in your company or in your society. So now you are now you're asking why they took you away? I mean not took you away. I mean after you left the camera no, now they took you away and put you again my, to do this? It's a no, they are, it's not because uh, the rules of the municipality of Tel Aviv when you reach the age 70 years old, you have to retire from yeah, a cultural yeah. center organization. But now I came back, thanks to the president of the High Court of Israel, 
That's one. And the trustee. And the mayor of Tel Aviv accepted the idea that I shall be the director general for the next two years because of my experience, because of so, so many other reasons, I don't know, but they had so found <laughs> how, how, yeah. to, how to make an hechshel, as he's a kosher. Well, in the beginning, I, I said it, you protect your actors, you protect your- The word kosher will be translated into English by you. How, how do you translate kosher? getting them out of the mud and take them everywhere. But anyway, we have to- I just want to, one question because yeah. I'm, I'm sorry about my ignorance and, and I should have checked it. Did you, try to, uh, did you try to act, to be an actor or to be a playwright? Did you write a play? I played, I played in the serious Chazarot rehearsals. That's right, yes. speak about theater. In theater, I played two, one production, one or two, I played in a production called Nephilim in English Giants, and I performed as Menachem Begin, the Prime Minister yeah. of Israel, during the time of the Lebanon War, next to Menashe Noy, a very well-known yes, actor, yes. Um, a play by Jonathan Levy and directed by Jonathan Levy. It, it opened the Israel Festival, and I played in another play, but I don't remember now, <laughs> but many, many television scenes. Guri Alfi, I made for him a scene as a medical doctor in, in a, an hospital. Did you try to write a play? Oh, um, Did you try no, to write? Did you try to write a play? Did you write? No, no, no? I didn't. I, no, no, no. I am behind the curtain. I am a, I am a mover. I am a, I, I, I'm doing all the, all the activity behind, behind the curtain and maybe sometimes in front of the curtain because I, I, I paved the way to the public to enter to the theater or to the movie. But recently I wrote a book that will be published at the end of the year um, about all the meetings that I did during my life with all kinds of, all kind of artists and, and actors, and not only artists, all, all kinds of politicians, artists, historians in New York during the last, the four years that we spent in New York and in Israel, and in all my trips all around the world, in China, wow. in Russia. But it's only about them, not about me. That's not about I just me, want, yeah, about listen, But I look at you and I listen to you, and um, I have kind of surrealistic reason why you didn't act more. You're so authentic. You don't need to play, go into a play rolling. Not right? anybody's text. Do you know what you I mean? Know. You, need your you don't own have text. to go yeah. into a character and be a find within yourself and your bank of emotions another character. I mean, you, I think it has to do something with your- No, I'm, I, I know that I'm, I'm a very, in Hebrew, I'm a very good storyteller. Oh, storyteller, to tell else. stories about culture. Yeah. Because I had the, I had the opportunity, I'm, and, I'm very, and I'm very happy about the fact that since 1968, I'm in show business. So, uh, and thanks to my brother, who was the artistic director of Esther and Abi Farim, a duo, Israeli duo that ah, were very popular in, in, in Europe. Yeah. And thanks to all kinds of chances that I had in my life. Um, and uh, during the last 55 years, I am, as I, I'm, I'm saying about myself, how do you say in English, Betsada Bama? The yeah. side of them. Yeah, okay. Yeah. The side of the, the, side stage. Of the stage, not the center stage. But the truth is that your voice is very strong yes. as it is. And to use the, your voice in somebody else's voice, it's, it's a waste. Yeah, but you know, he, so, he um, very much, that other one person which has your uh, talents and ability and force, it's actually, what is his name? Oscar Artist from the Public Theater. I'm sure yeah. he has the same kind, you, you're like brothers, the way you... I know him very well. And I, by the way, I imported to Israel a production by ah. the name The Human Scale, 
-hmm. by a very well-known journalist that won the won a very oh, yeah, well right. yeah. yeah we know and we it's what's about this history of gaza yeah. it was about the story of gaza and we performed it in the camera theater believe me it was very courageous yes. to bring it I remember to yeah. do it in, in new york at the public theater in 425 lafayette street it's very easy to do it in Dizengoff street in tel aviv yes very gutsy yeah. place where many, many bombing took place of buses and horrible events yeah. of criminal activities or brutal activities or uh, I don't know how to say it, but all kinds of so many casualties and to bring such a play. And by the way, I invited people from Ramallah, from the Palestinian zone, to pay a visit to the production of the human scale of Oscar Eustace, the public right. theater. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, by it's the way- Abima is lucky. Abima is lucky to have Everybody's you. lucky. Not Everybody's lucky. I don't know. I have to pay, in, we have to pay income tax and salaries and insurance. And I may, I, during the last one hour, one, two, three, four, five messages from directors, stage managers, technicians, poets. We don't feel bad for you. No, no, no. We, don't, no we, don't we don't feel bad for you. <laughs> what but will happen? What will happen tomorrow? <laughs> but we're very happy to talk to you. And I think Thank it's you. very important that you will reach great, your vision everywhere. It's a great honor to be interviewed by you in English, although my, my English is Wonderful. fluent your as English all these. Good enough. Yeah. Wait, let me just finish. With Beba Edelson came to the America to America on NBC, and she said, "Women in Israel do not only wash vesh." <laughs> you know, so Beba you, don't have, you don't have to apologize for your English. Believe me, that was really just keep doing what you do, That's and it. we'll talk more. And Noam, thank thanks. you so much for coming. It was it's, really very exciting.